dragging me into this. I'm not, I'm not doing this again. Look, I got three sheets of notes over the past week because UFC keeps messing with us and keeps changing everything up, and it's mind-boggling. And the last thing I need from you guys is to tell me that I can't pronounce a last name that I did research on. Well, let's hear it. Alex Moreno. Morano. And comment if I'm right or if Josh is right, because I know I'm right. It's Morano. There's no E. Let me dogpile on this. Morano. Huh? All right. It is the guys MMA podcast. (laughs) Uh, UFC 282 happened or is coming up. Fight night happened. It's good fight night. Uh, You guys back? We lost you for a second. Uh, fight night happened. UFC don't lose your CDs coming up. We're not doing it. Um, <laughs> I'll get you before was, it's over. I was gonna compliment you and uh, hit you with the uh, with a shout out uh, for your victory lap, but you know what? Just take it. Oh, you mean Roman Delize? That's it. Can we say it again? Roman Delize? Are you hearing me now? Is this thing on? Preston, are yeah. you ready for your victory lap? <laughs> we'll, let, uh, we'll let him get to it. We'll let him get to it. Go for it, man. Come on. We're, we're on the clock. Let's go. I'll, I'll just do it the cliche way and just say I told you so. We'll just leave it at that. Dude came in like a, a, a beast. A beast. And he did everything I said he was going to do, and he did it very impressively. So we'll just leave it there. I'll keep it short and sweet and just say that cast slicer was nasty. I ain't seen nothing like that ever. Pretty innovative stuff. Yeah. Be excited to see him fight again. That's for sure. It's not that he innovated it, but, you know, to incorporate that into what he was doing with his ground and pound, pretty snazzy. Yeah, that reversal was nutty. As soon as he got his leg, I mean, I, I would have been tapping to that because that, that cast slicer looked disgusting. Dude, his calf looked like one of those hammered out chickens. Like the chicken breast, whenever you smash it with the mallet, that's what his calf looked like against Roman Delize's shin. Like, you know, that was gut wrenching the whole time. He's just sitting there in that. No, you know, hats off to the guy for not tapping, but also, like, what are you thinking? Just let this one go. It's going to be bad. And it was. When so. a late re- a late replacement too, so props to Delize for pulling that one out the way he did. Uh, oh, I think we lost Travis, and <laughs> he died. Uh, he froze for a second too. I thought we lost you too. I was like, "Is it me?" Nah, I'm just, but nah, he's I'm just chilling. Travis is still going. Travis, we lost you, bro. Preston, hit your victory lap. Beautiful. Travis, Can you hear me? Yeah, what so was that? Bad. Did you mute us all again? <laughs> nah, man, it's your cheap ass Wi-Fi, Preston. Sergey, so yeah, hey, so bro. Sergey Pavlovich. Um, but I'll be honest, that was one that the uh, that my public kind of tuned me into. I had a couple people hit me with their picks. They're they're wanting to put that on to it. You know, I, I've always kind of been the guy that just says tie to Ivasa. I don't think he has the um, cardio to really compete at a high level, and we definitely saw Sergey does. Well, Here we go. You big crybaby. Let me hear it. I mean, obviously, he doesn't have the cardio to compete, bro. Look at him. 
he he's 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 ten pounds of shit in an eight pound bag, bro. But he does shoeies after his fights. Like, how could you not cheer? For I him? mean, he's a beast for that few minutes. But I don't know. I want to see Sergey fight uh, Derek Lewis. I think Sergey Pavlovich versus Derek Lewis would be exciting. Let's be real, man. You're talking about like an average, not calling him average by any means, but average build street fighter versus like this Russian polar bear. Like, holy shit. I mean, like I said, this was a love pick for me last week. I got to show my love for Tuivasa. I just love the guy. I mean, how could you not? But the performance he put up against Gone, I thought he might have lasted, you know, considerably longer. But once Sergey just started throwing those hands, that was it. Like, I don't care who you are. You get touched with one of those, like him and Nganu. That'd be a wild fight. Very short, I would think. You may see. I'd it still if, like uh, to see it. You may see it if John Jones and uh, Stipe don't get their act together here soon. Well, apparently, Ngannou's getting his shit together with the UFC as well, and they're back in talks about you know signing a new contract and everything else. But we'll see. I don't buy Good anything for him. Uh, moving on. I have to mute. Travis, real quick. Uh, Barbarina let me down. He uh, he lost by sub to Dos Anjos, and uh, not only did I say, <laughs> not only did I say I'm gonna bet this fight. It's at plus four hundred. I like how the dude looks. He looks cool. Travis writes the group after the fight, celebrating, celebrating like bro, like the producer, editor, creator, co-host of the show, betting. Owner. You're doing the victory lap in the group chat. Hate Still. to say I told you so. Hate to say no, I told you so. I feel like you Maybe don't I know it a little bit. He just hit the shit. A little bit you, about what I'm talking about. He, just did, his, he just did his end zone dance. On his <laughs> <end> zone. <laughs> <laughs> I might be having an epileptic seizure. I can't really clarify that for you. But yeah, no. I mean, like I said, Dos Anjos with skills like that. You don't take risks. You go into that fight knowing that this dude's coming to fucking knock your head off with that bitchin' faux hawk. And, uh, <laughs> you know, because the bitchin' faux hawk makes you fight better. It's only people with hats on that talk shit about hair. Did you ever notice that? Right. That's what I'm saying. What up? That's what what up? <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you my hair. Oh, my God. Nonetheless. All that, hair and bullshit good. aside. Uh, yeah, but Rafael Dos Anjos, I mean, he still got it. I thought Father Time might have caught up to him by now, but he kept pushing him away, at least during this fight. So I think it'll what's be the best part about it? What? Who he called out. I said, what's the best part uh, about Connor, it? Uh, I mean, we didn't get to see it when it was originally scheduled, so, you know. He could well, be getting a, a roided up Connor coming his way. Which is kind of scary, not going to lie. And he's got Still Lieutenant Dan legs. Still of course, we, could, we couldn't go a full episode without talking about Connor McGregor. <laughs> he didn't even make the UFC news segment. Like, we left him off, and these are the days, days of, of our Connor. Connor. That's all right. Do you see what Joe Rogan said? He no, said he looks that? like it. He said he looks like his piss would like uh, I don't know melt something or like he said he looks melt like the Usada cup. Yeah, <laughs> talking about all the shit he's on. I mean, it's 
It's Which fucking is actually, obvious, dude. Like, you're three times the size of what you used to be. Which is actually Easily. perfect, because we're, we're going to get into something that that might be relevant to here in, in a little bit. Also, y'all know what also <clears throat> what Joe Rogan also said? What? That Alex he was Marino. using human growth hormone and everything else said, to no, heal. He said, he oh. said Alex Marino. Yeah, we're not getting uh, into this. We can get into that later. <laughs> Uh, you guys both were on Thompson. He won. I was sad because I am a Holland fan, mostly because of his presses and his uh, all the clickbait that comes with him winning. But I mean, you guys picked Thompson. Congrats! You all won a dosy dough on your victory lap on this one. Or? Uh, kind of not really because Holland broke his hand, and I don't. And normally I'm like, eh, that's not any whatever, you know. But I saw a picture of his hand after the fight. That thing looked like a softball. So um, did Holland so break it? Or did Thompson yeah. do it? Well, I think Thompson probably did it with like his face or something. So, I mean, <laughs> if anything, smart move by Thompson, right? Good play. Uh, Use your face. They to did break a replay. When they punch you again. Yeah, they did a replay of him throwing like this spinning back kick, and Hall oh, went to like, to, like block his head. That could have been it. His heel landed like right on top of his hand, even with that padding. You know. Wonder Boy's throwing ninja it. kicks anytime, so I would say Thompson that was probably the beginning of the end. Yeah. Just like that one fight with uh, Uriah Faber whenever it was like he broke both of his hands almost. I think he broke one, his main, and he was just fighting with elbows, losing badly. But anyway, another day, another time. You guys done? That was it? Yeah, that's it. That was the Thompson victory lap? That was pathetic, guys. Uh, let's get so. to the UFC it was news. A, uh, I ain't even going to waste uh, the breath on it. We have a sad retirement to announce uh, Preston. You mean, it's kind of a fake retirement, really. I mean, he's pulling the Conor McGregor here. We're talking about TJ Dillashaw, of course, uh, did announce that he's going to be re- retiring. Um, which seems to be the popular thing nowadays. A lot of a lot of fighters seem to be retiring and then mysteriously coming back. So um we saw the memes about like PED use comparisons to Connor about how he's you know obviously got the history where he was suspended for two years. Um I don't expect this to be permanent. Definitely we're probably gonna see TJ Dillashaw in the octagon again at some point. Probably a bigger, beefier, bulkier, super Dillashaw right. in there ready to come back and win his belt. I mean, and, and honestly, hopefully not. He, hopefully he's not taking PEDs. Really, he's just taking the time to rest that shoulder injury. Um, and for whatever reason, it may just be easier for him to say he's retired or whatever. So people don't call him out because you look lame if you call out a retired fighter. Right, um, right. So that could also be like, you know, he's just covering up a recovery for this. But I don't expect TJ to be out permanently. Yeah, I don't know. I think – his pride was hurt last fight. He went out there and he got handled, you know. I think his decision pre-fight to go out and fight that fight was a dumb one. But it wasn't my choice to make. It was his, obviously. But going out there and then getting hurt in that fashion, like, what did that get you? You know, there there should have been a little more thought process behind that. If you even suspected, like, your shoulder was going to pop out during the fight, that's enough to be like, all right, maybe I need to get this looked at, checked out, prehab it instead of rehab it. Right, right. 
I've never, I've never heard that phrase before. No, me It stands true, you know. Yeah, you take care of that shit beforehand before it gets to the point where it's like, okay, now we got to fix it. Sure, a lot of drug addicts should really go by that motto as well. Wow, rehab before you rehab, changing lives, folks. Now I got edit the video again, guys. As soon as. At least it was 10 minutes in this time instead of... Look, uh, this ain't your grandmother's <laughs> MMA podcast, all right? You don't it come in for that, PC. Uh, Travis, the highlight of my week as far as MMA news goes, Patty the Batty uh, mocking fake Paul. Oh, fake Paul. Fuck that guy, dude. Like, why are we still talking about this chump? <laughs> he makes the show about every week, too. I, I Yeah. I mean, it might as well be General Paul instead of, like, what is that fucking soap opera? Whatever. General, General Hospital. Hospital. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know the names of this shit. It's just another fucking soap opera. It's just a different week. Tune in, folks. It's going to be the same bullshit wrapped in a fucking different diaper. I'm glad you brought that full circle. I'm not going to lie. Is Conor McGregor going to get his new legs in General Paul? Is that what's going on? Well, you we got well, you got yeah, days, of, days of O'Connor, so yeah. and that's followed let's, up by General. Let's think about what what the play was. Okay, so we know our fella Patty the Batty is fighting this weekend. So what do we do? We hop on the internet where we're so tough, not knocking out old guys. We're punching keys this time, except we're punching keys at a dude that's got a fucking fight. Like, what what kind of, like, nonsense are you trying to stir up to the point? Is It doesn't even make any sense to where you're calling the guy out on his fight week. Proceed. It's working because we're talking about it. <laughs> I mean, it's working. He did it. Yeah, but still, even it. Patty the Batty, he's like, fuck, I'd have to put the money in escrow that because I'm hilarious. fighting this weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like. Even he was mind blown, and he's pretty good at talking shit in his own right. Well, he said, so. well, he said he, well you put the money into escrow because you don't fight, you don't go down there and fight somebody unless that money's an account where you can withdraw from it. You're not just off their word, like, oh right. yeah. He but, said, "Well, he's not going to sign into like some fucking fight in his prime I, against I'll some say, loser." I'll say this, Jake Paul: if you pay me a million dollars and fly me out to Puerto Rico, I will fight you any day of the week, any day. One million right there. That's a great right I mean, I'm right not saying I'll beat him, but for one million dollars, I'll go down there and do my best. It was, it was, uh, I mean, one of the best clips ever where Patty was like, You have to put the money in escrow, love. He's not going to pay me. Oh my God, I lost it. I he lost doesn't it. have the money to pay me. <laughs> he sounds just like him. <laughs> oh, we got to clip that for sure. <laughs> Doesn't have the money to pay me. You gotta end it. You gotta end every every uh, quote with love, and you got it. That's it. The best thing that I love about America is fucking <laughs> Coke, man. <laughs> oh God! He, he legitimately sure he loves Coke. That. No, he loves Coca Cola, guys. Oh. Get off your Scarface trip. I need Come that on. Clip, I mean, we were talking about Puerto Rico. I mean, no. um, y'all already talked about the UFC. shoe fits. If the shoey fits. That hurts. It's too soon. Yeah. UFC 282. Raul Roses. Jay 
Heron. That's what I said. That's all I thought. Trey. <laughs> so, <laughs> we've got this chump that's calling himself the Joker. And then we've got this teen, still in high school, homeschooled nonetheless, ready to fucking beat the shit out of this dude. And I'm fairly confident that he can do it. This kid is like, he's pretty impressive. It's hard not to watch his fight and get into what he's doing. His grappling is like, for as young as he is, his intelligence is beyond his years whenever it comes to grappling. The kid can put you in basically whatever pretzel shape he wants and either knock you the fuck out or tap you out or make you wish he was never born. Um, I look for this to be an exciting fight, and I'm actually really excited to see this debut. Um, Jay Perrin, he's he's a belt holder in three different organizations. But have we heard of him? Not really. They're, I mean, it is what it is. Not to take away, he got his last seven of eight. He's lost two very close decisions in his last two fights. I don't know that he's got the skill set to take out this kid. Like I said, intelligence beyond his years, I think he outclasses him on the ground, and I think that's definitely where the, where the fight goes. I think he's comfortable enough on his feet but he's even more comfortable sharking in the waters. So I look for him to take him down and finish it early. Ooh, early knockout. That's what we're trying to get to, bro. I mean, uh, uh, Raul's minus 230. You didn't have to convince us that he was the better fighter, but if you're going to get us an early round knockout, that's something we can dive into. I don't know about a, I don't know about a knockout. No, submission, I would early say. Sub. Okay, early sub. Preston? Or TKO. Uh, Right, so just like just like Travis mentioned, don't know a whole lot about Jay Perrin. Um, sure, he's going to be a high-level competitor going up against this kid. Um, Raul Rosas Jr., of course, the, broke the record for the youngest UFC fighter, was 17 years old in the octagon, competing, which is crazy, competed against Gutierrez in the uh, Contender Series. Looked very good on the ground, had great grappling transitions. Um he did, ha- he did lose a couple positions every now and then, but definitely looked like the more competent fighter on the ground overall. So it'll be interesting to see him go up against Perrin. It'll be his first fight in the UFC. So he's really going to show Great us scrambles. Right, right. And what, what we've got to keep in mind is just that at 18 years old, there's going to be a lot of lessons he learns. I mean, he's nowhere near his prime. He's going to have maybe even a decade right. before he reaches, you know, his physical, mental, and emotional prime. So... It's going to be kind of an experiment game because I'm expecting him probably to take a few losses early in his career, which isn't going to be too bad for him. But I don't think this is one of them. I think he comes out, gets the early W, probably submits Perrin. Um, first, second round type deal. I think he wants to come out and make a showing. And I don't think Perrin has the skill set to hold that off at least for too long. Yeah. And another thing that I kind of look at before the, the fights take place just to see how they interact with each other. And each interview, like they're just slamming each other. So I look for it to kind of be like a dirty, grudgy kind of fight. So bring it on the box. Thank you. Ready for it. Yeah. Just thinking out loud. Preston, Chris Dawkins versus you ready? Correct pronunciation. Rosenstrike. 
Yeah, so Jorginho um, is fighting Chris Dawkins. Big brother. Yeah, I actually got to see who? Big brother to Kyle. Oh, yeah. Sorry. thought you were calling him my brother. I was like, you say I look like Chris, <laughs> say I look like Chris Dawkins? Uh, right, but anyways, I actually got to see Chris Dawkins fight earlier this year. He was in the main event versus uh, Curtis Blades at Cleveland, Ohio. You've, you've seen every fighter we've, like, every card. Like, and so this, t- who did you say you just saw? Chris Dawkins. He was. Competing. So that tells me that you're definitely picking Taporia uh, uh, for sure. You mean Taporia? Rosenstrike. Uh, I mean, Rosenstrike. My bad. Sorry. What, no, yeah, actually, yeah. actually, I've got Dawkins. Um, so Dawkins is on a little bit of a losing streak. Um, so is Rosenstruck. I mean, he's fought, he's fought, Rosenstruck's fallen on hard times since he lost to Francis Ngannou. Um, I mean, both of them are kind of just brawler types, so this is definitely one where you're going to expect a knockout to happen. I think Dawkins makes a comeback here. I think he really turns it around right here and starts making a push. Um, I really think he takes out Rosenstruck, so I actually, whatever, whoever it is, I think Dawkins wins this fight. So actually, we're reversing my trend. I was about to say, man, typically anybody you've met in person, you bet against them. What you got, Trev? I didn't meet him, but I did watch him fight live in Cleveland. Sorry, Columbus. Columbus. I mean, they're both both Ohio, so who cares? Rosenstrike versus Dawkins. I think this is going to be a battle of the gas tanks. I think we both, or we all three know, that – We've got explosives in the mitts. Each one of them can throw knockout shots easily and have done it previously. But what kind of fight it turns out to be, I don't know. We'll see who plays it smart and who just doesn't give a shit and starts winging from the hip. Um, Rosenstrike has, it's funny, his last name is Rosenstrike. He has some excellent leg strikes. So I look for him to incorporate and beat up this dude's legs a whole lot because, yeah. Um, I see that shot. I see Grinnin. It's rolling straight. No, no. It's too no, I We're not just going to skip straight. over that. We're not just going to skip over that. No, nah, no. Nah. It's rolling What did I miss? He, he can't pronounce What do you things, mean? Though? What did he's, you miss? You don't want to say it. You don't want to say it. Rosenstrike, Rosenstruik. You so are, it's, funny, it's funny you should call him Rosenstrike. And, <laughs> and he's like, what did I miss? It doesn't matter to me, man. Like, we know who we're talking about, and everybody else does too. I dare you to try to outpronounce it. Come on, try me. Rosenstruik. Nonetheless. <laughs> Rosenstruik. Come on, guys. Flute. We're off the rails. That's what I'm going to call him. your pick, dog. Rosenfruit Loop. I think is going to try to chew up oh boy's legs as much. Like I can't even focus with you guys. I'm just like, just, just make your pick, bro. This is going way off the rails. Going way off the rails. I think Rosenstrike <laughs> takes it. All right, we'll have a victory lap coming up next week. Uh, and we're going to have rehab for you guys because you did not listen to the prehab message. Uh, Travis shame 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 Bryce Mitchell Ilya Tuporia 
Uh-oh, we got some gangster action happening. We got Bryce Mitchell coming in against Ilya Tarporia. The undefeated Georgian with excellent striking versus one of the weirdest grapplers I've ever seen. Uh, he's very unorthodox on the ground. I've seen him do like reverse crucifixes to where he's wrapped <clears throat> around you like a fur, basically, and just elbowing the shit out of your face. It's unreal. Like he trains out in the country. He doesn't train in a gym. He trains at his house on his property with whatever obstacle course and fun facts he's got going on over there. It's probably over there like bench pressing calves and shit. I couldn't tell you, but <laughs> whatever he's doing is working. The guy is a fucking monster and he's a quiet monster. Like not a whole lot of people are like, you know, turned on to him. I kind of think I, I don't kind of think, I think he's got the grappling to nullify Ilya Tapura and hand him his first loss. And I think Ooh. he will do it just because this dude's been talking shit to him, telling him all this other stuff and that he can't do it. Travis so going we're going to see that underdog with the plus one. We're going with that camo gangster and we're going to see what he's going to pull out against the Georgian. Fun fact, did you guys know that Bryce Mitchell was the very first thing we ever talked about on this podcast? I don't listen yeah. to this podcast. No, I have no idea. Yeah, okay. we were. Yeah, I do I'm remember that, guy. actually. But, yeah. Oh, I yeah, agree. we were talking about Camel, Camel Guy, yeah. I have to agree with Travis here. Um, I think Bryce probably wins this bad decision. I think he probably wins two rounds. Um, yeah. He's typically a decision fighter, yeah. Yeah, well, and – I think he is the better grappler. I think he's going to be more aggressive. And like you, should, you, like you said, Tapuria has been talking shit. I think Bryce is going to come out angry about that. And I think he's re- going to try to take this one home. Yeah, I'm with you. I love it when the, when the uh, parents get along, man. It makes my job so much easier. You're welcome, son. I'll be home for Christmas. We got to stay together for the kids. Darren Till versus. Oh, this is going to be a good fight. I'll give Duplessis. you this one. Duplessis. I mean, Duplessis. Preston? Darren Till. South African, mate. Hey. Hey. Does that mean? Anyways, I'm not going to lie to you. Duplessis? He's South African. Darren Till is a uh, one of two Liverpoolians on this main card here. Um, definitely not the more popular, but definitely the more storied of a UFC career. All the way going back to, you know, he competed against Tyron Woodley for the uh, – uh, welterweight title. I mean, he's been on a bit of a little bit of a streak of losing here since then, though. He's lost four out of the last five, but all those losses have come against high level competition. So it's not like he's losing to nobodies or, you know, no name fighters. Um, now, Duplessis, um, he's an up and comer who's three and oh. Yeah, you like that? Duplessis is an up and comer who's three and oh in the UFC and on a five fight win win streak. So um, this is going to be kind of a gatekeeping fight for Duplessis. And it's going to be a fight where if <clears throat> Darren Till wants to win this fight, he's really going to have to make a return to form here. Um, and he's going to really have to revert back to those pre-Tyron Woodley days to pull this one out. Um, but I've got Darren, actually. I've got Darren coming out. I've got Darren winning by TKO. Um, I think he actually stops Duplessis. Um, and I think he gets this one done. 
What do you think, Travis? I'm going to have to switch tracks on you now. Um, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It was all good just a week ago. We're getting a divorce. Yeah. You can, you can have pineapples. Yep. I just want the house in my truck. I I, I kind of like I just want what Duplacy offers versus what D- Darren Till's offered lately. I mean, his previous fights, I don't... But he's a scouser. He is a scouser. But some scousers do get knocked out. He did. <laughs> and he's on point with the accents tonight. He's crushing it. He did. I, I can't help it, man. But uh yeah, I, I just don't think he's got what it takes to get it done. So well hopefully training with Hamzat's like really brought out some of the grappling in him. And maybe he can use that to it as an advantage. It's not that he's a terrible stand-up fighter. It's just I, I think he's kind of slow. I think you're. I think you're. Wild you know, and, slow, and it's no offense. Not even on Wi-Fi, bro. That's how slow. That's it is. the problem. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I like Duplacy in this one. We'll see what he does. Maybe I'll. Totally wrong on this one, and the gorilla gets it done. But you know, we'll see what the scouts has got. Ponzini, pon, Ponzinibia. Yeah, come on, no, 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 keep pon- going. Ponzinibia versus Alex Moreno. Who's more, Alex Ponzinibio? Moreno? You guys want to skip this fight? <laughs> kind of. I mean, I wasn't really impressed with it after they announced that Robbie Lawler was out of it. And yeah, I think Ponzinibbio's got anything. it. I think Ponzinibbio. Ponzinibbio. We're falling apart of the wheels there. I think he takes it. Can you not oh, hear me? Or... No, no, you're good. You're good. I got Ponzinibbio's bringing a trope. I am, I am, because everybody wanted to really come at me about my pronunciation pre-show, so so I had to let everybody know that Ponzinibbio will be beating Alex Morano this weekend, and we still have no idea who Alex Moreno is. <laughs> Next fight, I have one word written down. It's fatty. Oh, it. we got our scouser in the house. It's not the meatball. But it's the Paddy the Baddy. But we're talking about Paddy the Baddy fighting another. You got to bring her into this, bro. That was so good, I almost couldn't understand you, which is exactly what happens when Paddy talks. Then yeah, I'm doing he, it right, he, lad. He took a slide at me with Meatball, bro. He didn't have to do that. That wasn't called for. I didn't take a slide at her. I said it's not that, It's not the Meatball. It was at me. Then say the Meatball got tapped out by Ducote. But You're four words away from getting muted. That's your loss. <laughs> Who we got, man? Patty, Patty, we're all on Patty, right? We love Patty. Yeah, I mean, he just—he's like that little fruit fly that you keep swatting at that just doesn't go away, and he keeps coming back and getting that fruit every time that he fights. He's so close. Like the past few fights, he's been close to getting finishes. 
Has he not? He's been close to getting finished on the feet. No, he has. But he manages to like slip right through your big meat fingers, swatting at him, coming around and giving you that nice little neck squeeze and putting you the fuck out. The dude is unrelenting on the ground, and I don't look for Jaron Gordon to have any answer for that. I think he falls just like the other dominoes he's fought so far until he faces some real competition. I don't think we see the real baddie. Well, so this is not a Jared and Gordon podcast. We know that. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. He doesn't qualify as real competition. Um, Well, while I don't quite share your sentiment on this fight being nearly as easy as you think it will be, I do think Patty will come out and win this. Um, not because Jared's not real competition, but because Pat, behind the eccentric, loudmouth attitude that is Patty Pimlet sits a very well-rounded fighter, a guy who is decent on his feet, will take a guy to the ground and really get that choke out, isn't afraid to pull ca- put caution to the wind to try to go get an exciting finish. And there's a reason that he was a fan favorite even before he was in the UFC and with, when he was with Cage Warriors because the guy is an exciting fighter to watch. He's exciting to listen to talking. Uh, listen to talk to um you know everything about the guy just screams marketability so we'll be looking for patty to take this one home and as travis put it fight some real competition here soon it's not saying that jared gordon's easy work by any means i uh, wasn't trying to say it like that everything but i'm just saying i'm just saying that everybody that he's fought thus far has been in the same caliber let's say well, what I what I will say is that Gordon does fight a lot of decision fights, so we've seen he's mm-hmm. got the mo- we've seen he's got the motor to go three full rounds and still get the win. So it's going to be something where you're going to have to see Patty really pull um, a lot out of his gas tank as well. Yeah, but that little fruit fly is going to get it. I just have the feeling that he's going to get that that little bit of fruit that you left behind in the sink. And I mean, it's it's kind of obviously uh, can go without being said, but Dana's going to milk the cash cow that is Patty Pimlet until there's no more cash left. So, so are, we, are we assuming? Are we assuming that the UFC and the refs maybe, or the UFC and the judges maybe got a bias? I think so, I think the fight was set up with that in mind. I mean, nevertheless, bro. Like, well, well Patty did. Say, well, Patty did say he doesn't want to go on a title run yet. So, right at this point, it's like, well, who's he going to fight then? Because if you start fighting any any fighters above the level that he has been fighting, it's like you're going to have to start working your way into that top fifteen. Yeah. Well, also, it's like, what are you waiting on, dude? Like, you I don't got know. the skill set. Go he for said, it. I want to hang around for a beat. Mine's not as crisp as Travis's is crisp. All right. The main, then we'll get to the snap, tap, or nap. Jan Blahovic. Oh, on point. Got it. This is Versus so good. And Kalaev. And Kalaev. And Kalaev. Yes. Close Let's go. Call me daddy. Ankalev. Ankalev. Jesus, Josh. That's what I said. Um, yeah, but uh, speaking of uh, references to UFC Columbus, Jan Blakovich was supposed to be headlining that fight versus Rockic, but he ended up not. Um, I think Rockic got hurt. Um, 
which resulted in him all the way end up taking this fight against Angolaev. So we know what we're getting from Jan. The guy's about as well-rounded and as good as it gets at 205. There's a reason that they picked him to step into this fight when Glover pulled out, um, which is really his only loss in, in a long time is that fight to Glover for the, uh, for the belt. So, you know, Magomed is a combat uh, master at Sambo, just like every other Russian that's ever fought in the history of ever. So expect his wrestling to be really on point. Um, expect Jan to maybe work his hands just a little bit more. Maybe try to stay up off of Ankoliath. If he can, if he can stay off his back, I think Jan wins this fight. But if Ankoliath can really get him to the ground or even make the takedown more of a threat than it should be, he may even score a knockout just from you know if he gets enough takedowns in the early rounds. Of that threat being there, I think I can see him landing a solid punch. But you got Jan, just based off of you know history, and I, I think Jan's gonna want to win that belt and try to go get that go get that one back against Glover. You got Jan and Travis got Kyle. So get it, Jan. The thing that scares me about this fight between the two is the height difference. Jan Blahovic is considerably smaller than this big Russian that we're talking about. He's, He's only listed one height wise. shorter. I mean, that's what is he listed. Really? He looked like completely smaller than him, but to me, it just seems like Uncle Iov is another polar bear we're getting ready to witness. And actually, he's got a lot of murder. Range. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, his arms are, like, super lanky compared to – I see that being a problem for him. Because I, I think Uncle Iov is smart enough to realize that he's got the distance and he can play into that. But it's scary being distant against Jan Blahovich because his calf kicks are some of the nastiest in the game. That dude has some pretty rowdy, rowdy leg kicks. Um, but not only that, he's not a bad grappler. If he can end up in top position, he can make a miserable fight for you. So, I, I kind of, I'm kind of leaning towards Uncle Iov on this one. I'm not gonna lie, my That's heart's okay with Jan Blahovich, and I want to see him win that. But I, I think this is going to be a really tough fight for him. I'm not saying that he can't win it, but I just kind of feel Which like part? Uncle Iov's got the streak going. He's got the confidence to go in there and get it done. Uh, we have, we have an opinion brewing in the chat and, uh, I want to hear what you got to say about it. What? Hi guys. What's how we doing? Going on, buddy? Oh, what's up? What's up? So, what's up guys? What's going on? You've been blowing up the chat with your opinion of this main man. I got to get you in here. What you got? So, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm leaning towards what Travis is saying here. Like, my heart is telling me Jan. I want Jan to win. It sets up a better storyline, longevity-wise, for the division. I, I think it literally makes all the planets align. However, my brain, my, my sense of logic is telling me that Ankalaev could prove to be a very big problem for Jan. He's a southpaw. He's very long, even though the height difference isn't that big. And and I think you said the reach difference is only like an inch on paper, right? Well, it's uh, technically, and this is just according to ESPN, uh, Jan is listed as actually having a three-inch advantage over <laughs> over Now, what is his possible? ape index? Jesus! Now, that's <laughs> like, like, he's got 
McGilla Gorilla arms, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, his freaking palms is, go past his kneecaps or what? Right. This is also <laughs> the same website that doesn't have Kevin Durant listed at seven foot tall. So, you know, keep is this that, real keep life. That. Yeah. I, I don't know how much I trust that. And I also yeah. feel like even, even if he has like a six inch reach advantage, we're talking about somebody that literally fights bottled up every time they fight. Like Jan is somebody that yep. I think of as a pocket fighter. He's That's essentially right. to MMA what Mike Tyson was to boxing. He, he'll close up and he'll get in tight with you and really land hooks and big power shots. The only time you really see him land across, in my opinion, is when he's like almost overly confident and doesn't see a threat in you at all. So that being said, Uncle right. Live is the opposite of that. And he's a big southpaw. He uses yeah. his length to his advantage. And just like what Travis was saying, if he gets on top, I hope he packed a lunch because, man, it's going to be a miserable yeah. fight for Jan. Yeah, it's going to be a rough one. I right, say never guys, look, for, anybody, for anybody who's just listening on Spotify, uh, Apple iPod, we brought in watch, – watch, watch how I do this. Olin. Look at that. Got he got it, it on the first try. What a guy. So look, so, look, so, look, a couple things real quick. If you've been watching this show for more than 10 seconds, which I know you have because you've been out of queue hanging out, appreciate you coming on, bro. You'll know that this uh, podcast is 90% discussing and arguing pronunciation. Typically, I'm wrong, but I've been doing a lot of homework <laughs> lately, um, and I've been crushing it. So shout out to me for that. Um, Hold on, let's get his opinion then. Oh no! I swear, I was about to say, "Don't ask me." Don't ask. No, me. Hey, <laughs> let, 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 let's let everybody know who you are. You're about to get me kicked man. off. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fairly no mute zone. Introduce yourself, man, in your show, and, and tell us about it, Bubba. So oh, yeah, uh, my name is Olin. <laughs> so uh, my name is Olin, uh, aka MMA Anomaly. I do the MMA Anomaly show. It's a podcast as well. Uh, make sure you check me out on Twitter, YouTube, basically all handles or all platforms, MMA Anomaly. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think you've done a fantastic job pronouncing every name but one today. I, uh, I'm sorry, I had to pull Which the rug out from underneath it? you. It, it's it's Morono. Yes. I'm yes. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Did I, so not, say sorry. Did I yes. not say that pre-recorded? Only because I've heard his fighters that he coaches call him Morono in like the embedded episode. And that was Olin, guys. We appreciate you coming on, man. It's great to have you. Thanks for cleaning cleaning that up, Olin. We appreciate you, don't you for that. How big of an argument that was pre-show, Olin? Like, it, it, it was, oh man, I was like, "You're crazy." There's not an E anywhere in there. Like, <laughs> he's over there breathing it out. I'm right now. I, look, so I was I was watching highlights, man, and that's how Joe Rogan pronounced it. I was like, "Am I hearing this right?" Then he said it again. And if you guys are smarter than Joe Rogan. Oh. I'm, I'm not claiming to be smarter than Joe Rogan, but I would say when it comes to pronunciations, John Anik is the guy. I'm calling. Yeah, what, Joe Rogan ain't Jesus, guys, brother. What have I told you guys? Shit, did I just get muted? Up. Am I going to get muted again now? Yeah, <laughs> Stepped in. No, he only <laughs> likes to do that to us. I, 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 said, I said, I said, John Anik is the authority when it comes to MMA name pronunciations. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he really is like, and the only reason I say that is because like I've heard him Oh, Bruce Buffer obviously is the the freaking man, but Anik literally like, um, when there's a Brazilian fighter that he hasn't pronounced the name of, he'll literally watch like their last five fights in Brazil and listen to how those guys are saying their name. And he's like, okay, cool. Three out of five of them said it like this. This is how I'm going to say it on the mic. That's what I just tried to do, and I, I, I jacked it up. See, well, I have this disability, man, and I, it's something I'm looking into. I'm going to go talk to Elon about it as soon as we get off. Uh, it, it goes get the neural brain. link, man. It'll fix everything. 
it goes in the brain, it's magic. it gets filtered, and it comes back out incorrect. Like I can hear it and say it, and they're two different things. It's it's insane. So you've been uh, in the queue listening uh, essentially since we started recording. You've, you've heard our guys' opinions. We're going to do the snap, tap, or nap segment. Uh, you obviously know what it is. We'll, we'll go over it real quick just to make sure. So snap is which fight do you think is going to be the best fight? Um, tap is going to be who do you think uh, is going to submit or get submitted, whichever order you want to you know, say. And nap is obviously who's going to go to sleep or who's going to put someone to sleep. Right? Sounds Where? good. Let's, uh, let's let, let's let uh, Owen decide who goes first, man. Uh, let's let's yeah. go ahead and lead with Preston. Preston. All righty, all righty. Um, so for my snap this week, I got Patty Pimlet versus Jared Gordon. I think this is going to be an exciting fight. Um, no matter which way it falls, I do got Patty winning this fight, but it could be a three round, you know, ground fest where they're, they're making constant transitions, or it could be a slug fest on the feet. I really think this one could go either way, and it's going to be an exciting one, no matter what. Um, for the tap. I got Jay Perrin tapping to Roses Jr. Um, like I said, I think Roses comes out strong in this one. I think he's wanting to make a good showing for his first official fight in the UFC. Um, I do think he's probably going to take some losses early in his career. Don't think this is one. I think this may be even sort of a tune-up, set-up fight just for him to have a little bit of an easy transition coming to the organization. Then for Nap, I've got Rosen Strike. Getting knocked out by uh, Dawkins. I think Dawkins actually knocks Rosen strike out. Hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You get you get Owens. Uh, it's about time approval. It's about time uh, I got some approval around here. <laughs> <laughs> Who you want to go next, Owen? You were uh, you were Travis. Let's let Owen go last. Let's let yeah, Owen go. Yeah, last. yeah, I'll yeah, go last. Let, go, let's Travis. Let, let's let the the guest Fair decide enough. which order and then tell him which way to go. That, that works. Flip-flop hey, the we'll, guest we'll, rule. Okay. So, on my snap, I'm going to go ahead and go Jan Blahovich, Magomed, Ankalaev. I think this fight steals the show, as it should, being a main card. That's what you want. Uh, I think it's kind of unpredictable. Either way, I like Ankalaev in that one, but that's what I've got for my snap, for my tap. Obviously, I'm going with Rosas Jr., getting the tap and on my nap i have to agree with preston on this i've got Dawkins dealing the nap look there we go i got them all on my side come on Parents Owen. Are back together again love you boo. Right. wrap wrap us up take us home Owen. who you like all right so uh some some similar some different for my snap i got patty pimlet versus jared gordon i think no matter which way the the you know the tree falls here. It's it's going to be a banger. Someone's going to go down. Yeah. Someone's going to get hurt. And even if somebody gets hurt, that guy might win in 30 seconds. Cause that's what happens in a Patty Pimblet fight. The guy gets chins the hell up and then he just comes back. Greatest yep. recovery time in the freaking fight game right now. I think between him and Pereira. Um, and for my nap, I've got Edmund Shabazian versus Dauka Lungambula. Um, one of, the, one of those fun pronunciations whoa, for you guys. <laughs> That was so fancy. Josh's eyebrows, <laughs> I think, lifted off of the screen. He just, he just, he just uh, my camera Watch, just fogged You up. brought this guy on? Who brought this guy on? <laughs> Watch out, John um, Anik. He's coming. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I think Nailed in it. that fight, 
Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You know, I pride myself on that. Um, I sure. think in this fight, definitely, too, so. and you crush it. You do a great freaking job. Um, I think somebody is going to definitely end up getting put to sleep between both of these guys. They either win by knockout or TKO or they lose by knockout or TKO. So I don't see it going past the two minute mark of round two. I think someone's going to get slept. And I think no matter who wins, the fans are probably going to win in this one. And then when it, when it, when it comes to the tap, I'm going to kind of throw a a curveball here and say Bryce Mitchell versus Ilya Tapuria. Now, that was going to be my second choice. I love it. So, the, I mean, <laughs> ob- the obvious choice or the obvious reason is obviously, you know, Bryce Mitchell, Mr. Thug Nasty himself, trains out in the sticks, out there submitting pigs and whatever the hell other animals he right. can find out in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, if, if he can catch a pig and sub the pig, he can probably catch you and sub you too. You're not going to be quicker or more oh. greased up in the fight. Um, That's right. But, but the crazy thing we got to think about here is Ilya Tapuria has seven subs himself. Yeah, that's only beast. two less than our boy Bryce. So I think if and, and he also has power in his hands. So if he hurts Bryce, big power. I, I don't doubt that he takes a neck and, and jumps a gilly on him and, and ends up beating him at his own game. I think that could be a lot of fun. It might be a mistake yep. if it doesn't pan out, and then either way, we still get a tap from the top from Bryce. But uh, I, I think either way, someone's going to end up getting subbed in that fight. Right. Yeah. Country Looks boy like can't had- survive. Travis's uh, seal of approval on that one. I think I just seen him do a cartwheel in the middle. That was awesome. Most man. certainly, yeah. sir. Yeah. Let's go. No, you sir. have great picks, and I love it. Uh, I thank you. Thank it. you, Travis. So we're going to have to have you stick around uh, after recording so you can uh, spell out your nap for me because I I don't have a chance. <laughs> I got you. Uh, he <laughs> can't pronounce it. He can, definitely can't spell it. I got you. I got hey. you. <laughs> Hey, you crushed it, man. We really appreciate you coming on, man. You absolutely. Yeah, thanks for showing up. You guys go check him out. Yeah, for sure. It's the MMA anomaly, Olin. Absolute monster, man. I love your content, bro. Uh, we chatted up a little bit uh, in the Against the Fence uh, YouTube chat. And uh, been following you, man. Check out your content, man. You're solid. Uh, we do appreciate it. We do follow you. We do watch your stuff, man. Um, it is the Guys in the May podcast. Wrap it up. We got 282 coming up. Be a good card. You have our picks. Everybody happy? Parents got along a little bit. That's right. Yep. Yeah. We're still together for now. Stay together for for the kid. That's right. That's right. That's right. Thanks Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. For sure. For sure.